Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're well and having an excellent week and are ready to hear the word of God. It's day 143 and we're going to be reading from 1 Chronicles chapters 8 through 10 and then into the New Testament into John chapter 8 verses 37 to 59. So let's get started with 1 Chronicles chapter 8. Benjamin was the father of Bela, his firstborn, Ashbel the second son, Ahara the third, Noah the fourth, and Rapha the fifth. The sons of Bela were Adar, Jerah, Abihud, Abishua, Naaman, Ahoah, Gera, Shehufan, and Huram. These were the descendants of Ehud, who were heads of families of those living in Geba and were deported to Manahath. Naaman, Ahijah, and Jerah, who deported them, and who was the father of Uzzah and Ahihud. Sons were born to Shaharim in Moab after he had divorced his wives Hushim and Bara. By his wife Hodesh, he had Jobab, Zibiah, Mesha, and Malcolm, Jews, Sakia, and Murma. These were his sons, heads of families. By Hushim, he had Abitub and Ephel, the sons of Epal, Eber, Misham, Shim, who built Ono and Lod with its surrounding villages, and Beria and Shima, who were the heads of families of those living in Ejelon and who drove out the inhabitants of Gath, Ahio, Shashak, and Jeremoth, Zebediah, Arad, Eder, Michael, Eshpa, and Joah were the sons of Beria, Zebediah, Meshulam, Hizki, Heber, Ishmere, Isleah, and Jobab were the sons of Elpal, Jakim, Zikri, Zabdi, Elinai, Zilithi, Eliel, Adea, Bariah, and Shimrath were the sons of Shimi, Eshpan, Eber, Eliel, Abdon, Zikri, Hanan, Hananiah, Elam, Anthothija, Ephdia, and Penuel were the sons of Shashak, Shamsharai, Shaharai, Athaliah, Jarashiah, Elijah, and Zikri were the sons of Jerohan. All these were heads of families, chiefs as listed in their genealogy, and they lived in Jerusalem. Jael, the father of Gibeon, lived in Gibeon. His wife's name was Maka, and his firstborn son was Abdon, followed by Zur, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Jedor, Ahio, and Zekar. And Mikloth, who was the father of Shimea, they too lived near the relatives in Jerusalem. Ner was the father of Kish, Kish the father of Saul, and Saul the father of Jonathan, Malkishua, Abdinanab, and Eshbaal, the son of Jonathan, Meribal, who was the father of Micah. The sons of Micah, Pithon, Melech, Terea, and Ahaz, Ahaz was the father of Jehoada. Jehoada was the father of Alameth, Asmaveth, and Zimri, and Zimri was the father of Moza. Moza was the father of Benaiah, Rapha was his son, Elisa his son, and Azel his son. Azel had six sons, and these were their names, Azrikam, Bokuru, Ishmael, Shariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. All these were the sons of Azel, the sons of his brother Eshek, Ulam, his firstborn, Jush, the second son, and Eliphlet, the third. 
The sons of Ulam were brave warriors who could handle the bow. They had many sons and grandsons, 150 in all. All these were the descendants of Benjamin. First Chronicles chapter 9. All Israel were listed in the journalies recorded in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. They were taken captive to Babylon because of their unfaithfulness. Now the first to resettle on their own property in their own towns were some Israelites, priests, Levites and temple servants. Those from Judah, from Benjamin and from Ephraim and Manasseh who lived in Jerusalem were Uthai, son of Amihud, the son of Omri, the son of Imri, the son of Bani, a descendant of Perez, son of Judah, of the Shelanites, Aseah, the firstborn and his sons, of the Zerahites, Jul, the people from Judah numbered 690, of the Benjamites, Salu, son of Meshulam, the son of Hodaviah, the son of Hasunah, Ebeniah, of Jeroham, Elah, son of Uzi, the son of Mikri, and Meshulam, son of Shephatiah, the son of Rul, the son of Ebenjah. The people from Benjamin, as listed in the genealogy, numbered 956. All these men were heads of their families, of the priests, Jediah, Jehurib, and Jachin. Azariah, son of Hilkiah, the son of Meshalem, the son of Zadok, the son of Merioth, the son of Ahidub, the official in charge of the house of God. Adiah, son of Jeroham, the son of Pashur, the son of Melchizedek, and Masai, son of Adiel, the son of Jazerah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Meshulimoth, the son of Immer. The priests who were the heads of the families numbered 1,760. They were able men responsible for ministering in the house of God. Of the Levites, Shemaiah, son of Hashub, the son of Azrakam, the son of Hashabiah, a Merarite. Bakbakar, Heresh, Galal, and Mataniah, son of Micah, the son of Zikri, the son of Ashaf. Obadiah, son of Shemaiah, the son of Galal, the son of Jeduthun, and Berechiah, son of Asa, the son of Elkanah, who lived in the villages of the Netophathites. The gatekeepers, Shalom, Akub, Tamon, Ahiman, and their fellow Levites, Shalom, their chief, being stationed at the king's gate on the east up to the present time. These were the gatekeepers belonging to the camp of the Levites. Shalom, son of Kor, the son of Ebasaph, the son of Korah, and his fellow gatekeepers from his family, the Korahites were responsible for guarding the thresholds of the tent, just as their ancestors had been responsible for guarding the entrance to the dwelling of the Lord. In earlier times, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, was the official in charge of the gatekeepers, and the Lord was with him. Zechariah, son of Meshalmeah, was the gatekeeper at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Altogether, those chosen to be gatekeepers at the thresholds number 212 they were registered by genealogy in their villages. The gatekeepers had been assigned to their positions of trust by David and Samuel the seer. They and their descendants were in charge of guarding the gates of the house of the Lord, the house called the tent of meeting. The gatekeepers were on the four sides, east, west, north and south. Their fellow Levites in their villages had to come from time to time and share their duties for seven day periods. But the four principal gatekeepers who were Levites, were entrusted with the responsibility for the rooms and treasuries in the house of God. They would spend the night stationed around the house of God because they had to guard it. 
and they had change of the key for opening it each morning. So they had charge of the key for opening it each morning. Some of them were in charge of the articles used in the temple service. They counted them when they were brought in and they were taken out. Others were assigned to take care of the furnishings and all the other articles in the sanctuary, as well as the special floor and wine and the olive oil, incense and spices. But some of the priests took care of mixing the spices. A Levite named Mattatiah, the firstborn son of Shalom, a Korahite, was entrusted with the responsibility for baking the offering bread. Some of the Kohathites, their fellow Levites, were in charge of preparing for every Sabbath the bread set out on the table. All these were heads of the Levite families, chiefs as listed in their genealogy, and they lived in Jerusalem. Jael, the father of Gibeon, lived in Gibeon. His wife's name was Maka, and his firstborn son was Abdon, followed by Zur, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Gedor, Ahio, Zechariah, and Mikloth. Mikloth was the father of Shimeon. They too lived near the relatives in Jerusalem. Ner was the father of Kish, Kish the father of Saul, and Saul the father of Jonathan. Malkishua, Amnadab, and Eshbal, the son of Jonathan, Merabal, who was the father of Micah. The sons of Micah, Pithon, Melech, Tereah, and Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jada, Jada was the father of Alameth, Asmaveth, and Zimri, and Zimri was the father of Moza. Moza was the father of Binia, Raphael was his son, Eleazar his son, and Azel his son. Azel had six sons, and these were their names, Azrakam, Bokiru, Ishmael, Shariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. First Chronicles chapter 10. Now the Philistines fought against Israel. The Israelites fled before them, and many fell dead on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines were in hot pursuit of Saul and his sons, and they killed his sons Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malkishua. The fighting grew fierce around Saul, and when the archers overtook him, they wounded him. Saul said to his armour-bearer, Draw your sword and run me through, or these uncircumcised fellows will come and abuse me. But his armour-bearer was terrified and would not do it, so Saul took his own sword and fell on it. When the armour-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he too fell on his sword and died. So Saul and his three sons died, and all his house died together. When all the Israelites in the valley saw that the army had fled, and that Saul and his sons had died, they abandoned their towns and fled, and the Philistines came and occupied them. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the dead, they found Saul and his sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They stripped him and took his head and his armour, and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim the news among their idols and their people. They put his armour in the temple of their gods and hung up his head in the temple of Dagon. When all the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead heard what the Philistines had done to Saul, all their valiant men went and took the bodies of Saul and his sons and brought them to Jabesh. They buried their bones under the great tree in Jabesh, and they fasted seven days. Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance and did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jess. Now we'll go into John. 
hopefully there won't be so many tongue twisters in that one because that was quite a challenge now we're going to read from 37 to 59 i know that you are abraham's descendants yet you're looking for a way to kill me because you have no room for my word i am telling you what i have seen in the father's presence and you are doing what you have heard from your father abraham is our father they answered if you were abraham's children said jesus then you would do what abraham did as it is you're looking for a way to kill me a man who has told you the truth that i heard from god abraham did no such things you are doing the works of your own father we are not illegitimate children they protested the only father we have is god himself jesus said to them if god were your father you would love me for i have come here from god i have not come on my own god sent me why is my language not clear to you because you are unable to hear what i say you belong to your father the devil and you want to carry out your father's desires he was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth for there is no truth in him when he lies he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of lies yet because i tell the truth you do not believe me can any of you prove me guilty of sin if i am telling the truth why don't you believe me whoever belongs to god hears what god says the reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to god the jews answered him aren't we right in saying that you are a samaritan and demon possessed i am not possessed by a demon said jesus but i honor my father and you dishonor me i am not seeking glory for myself but there is one who seeks it and he is the judge very truly i tell you whoever obeys my word will never see death at this they exclaimed now we know that you are demon possessed abraham died and so did the prophets yet you say that whoever obeys your word world word will never taste death are you greater than our father abraham he died and so did the prophets who do you think you are and jesus replied if i glorify myself my glory means nothing my father whom you claim as your god is the one who glorifies me though you do not know him i know him if i said i did not i would be a liar like you but i do know him and obey his word your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. You are not yet 50 years old, they said to him, and you have seen Abraham? Very truly I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. At this they picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. And let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your wisdom, Lord, for your truth. Lord, your truth that completely changes our lives forever. Lord, your faithfulness to us, your mercy and your grace. Lord, we would have been nowhere at all without you. Our sin, Lord, is so much. But Lord, through your blood that you died on the cross, our sins are forgiven when we ask you to forgive us and when we sincerely repent of the things we have done wrong lord jesus we give you all the praise and all the glory help us we pray to live out our lives in obedience to you and lord giving love and glory to you and the father in heaven forevermore in jesus name amen well there you go that was day one four one hundred and forty three where 
getting through it all. Soon we'll be up to nearly halfway of the whole programme. But I hope you're enjoying it. Thank you very much for your continuing comments, which are always good to read. And I'll be doing another few uh, studies over the course of the next few days. But I hope you're enjoying it. Have a lovely evening and take care. God bless. And we'll see you very soon. Bye just now.